Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Hour number two of the Get Right with Reggie KG on 105.3 The Fan. Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula. Meniscopods. All right, Reg. Mm-hmm. Uh, Regal mm-hmm. Mendoza, hold it down for you. Appreciate you joining us on Odyssey and the Odyssey app. The text line, 877-881-1053, 877-881-1053. If you want to give more plural forms of meniscus, you can do that on the, uh, the text line. <laughs> or on YouTube. Or you can do that on Twitch at twitch.tv slash DallasFanCam. Appreciate you joining us, however, and wherever you may be listening to us on Odyssey and, of course, on 105. I left it like the whole thought just left my brain. I wasn't even listening. I, thanks, Reg. <laughs> just being entirely honest. Appreciate you participating. You, you don't in. understand how much I appreciate you being the person who runs the show. <laughs> oh, really? Is that because there's like a solid 10% of the show I just don't be listening to? Wow. I'm like, he got it. Wow. You just mail in that. It's a mental ISO. He's like, he got it. Oh, wow. Well, wow. I appreciate your confidence and That's faith right. in me. Thank you so mm-hmm. much. Uh, we are joined in studio, the DFWsecurity.com studios. You can find her on Twitter at Aisha Morrison, DallasCowboys.com, draft experts, all kinds of just football knowledge just all over the place. Aisha Morrison joining us live in the studio. Aisha, what's going on? He's in the building! <laughs> I've never had that before. Um, that's... All right, we got to amend that to like she. That. Yeah, we got we to gotta find another. I don't, <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. I don't you care. just wanted the drop. That's I appreciated what, it. You just wanted the drop. That's yeah. Nice little heroes welcome kind of thing. Thank warming you. you. Thank you. No Thank problem. You. Exactly. But hello, gentlemen. What's up? Hi. It's football season. I know, man. How excited are you? I know how much you love the game of football, but just this time of the year, how much excitement do you have just seeing these gentlemen on the football field? Man, I, I don't know. I, obviously, when you start working in this business, this is this is my first season. You know. And this off season, I've been really trying to take the time to pour back into my family, pour back into myself, all that stuff. But man, it was like two weeks ago I started feeling like oh, bad, man. I was sad. I was sad. I I had to talk to my th- I talk to my therapist. Like, hey, man, really? listen, I I'm feeling down. What's going on? Uh huh. Was, was it like, the football? It, it was. It, it it was the football. Okay. And then I was like, man. I need I needed football in my life again. So I I just was trying to explain to you guys how much what I was going through this last two weeks where I was just like, man, something's missing. <laughs> what is this? And I guess it's just how much I love the game. I really started being like, all right, let's wrap it up. Yeah. <laughs> let's hurry this up. All right, this break's been fine. So I'm excited, man. I'm excited to be around football and just to be talking about it, getting the updates and everything. And it's just – 
it feels like home. Like, I'm really excited to get into this season. It feels like it's going to be a good year. For people who don't know, where did your love of football come from? Man, um, so grew up here in Dallas, very much so a tomboy growing up. I loved the game. And I was that little girl that had all the scrapes on her knees because I was out there on the concrete playing football. So I really started there just loving the game, being around my family, being around my uncles, learning the game. And then when I went to college, I was in a co-ed dorm. And mm-hmm. um, when I was there, there were gentlemen that were on my hall that, you know, play football. So I just started being like, what y'all doing? And they was watching, what y'all doing? You know? Bringing them snacks in exchange for them letting me watch film with them, things like oh, that. Oh, wow. You didn't even have to do all that. Yeah, yeah. You, and was, you was doing extra. If you had just said, let me watch football, they'd have let you watch. You you went over and above. You'd be surprised. Oh. They would, <laughs> you'd be surprised. They would raid my, my snack cabinet and stuff, but it was Oh, you had a snack it. cabinet. That's why. They didn't have no snap cabinet. Yeah. You, you, yeah. Were organi- you were organized, weren't you? I, yeah. My best friend, now my roommate, now best friend, she was organized. So oh. she would go get groceries, and I'd be like, oh, slide you his little tin real quick. You know, bring me best for snacks. <laughs> and um, so she was organized, so she would keep all of our stuff stocked and everything because that's who she is. But um, back to what I was saying, I, I started just learning from them and really was a focus on, like, defense and things like that. And I don't know, man, I really started being like, oh, like once you start getting into the depths of the game and understanding what's going on, it feels good. Like, you feel like you're a part of it sometimes, even as a fan, you know, when you start understanding what's going on. And once I started attaching to that, I was like, okay, I think I got something. I think I have something good here that could do some good in the industry. And so here I am, y'all. So what what does this year look like for you with DallasCowboys.com? Because obviously, you know, you did Girls Talking Boys last – Girls Talk, Boys Talk. Mm-hmm. There we go. Um, last year um, – what does it look like for you this year? And obviously the draft show, I don't want to, you know, negate that yeah. experience as well. Like, what, what does this year have for you as we get into the Cowboys season? Man, um, so obviously I'm excited to be back with my girls. Uh, they they had their first show today with uh, Christy Scales, Haley Sutton, um, uh, Jess Navarez. It was fantastic just to hear them back. And so we're going to be back in studio next week. Um, so I'm excited to get back with my girls and, and just get in that feel because you got to get in the groove again. But for me personally, I really want to take my film analysis to the next level. I'm really working on learning the language of the game and really understanding even some of the nuances that that are more in-depth that maybe than surface level because I feel like I've learned the game really predominantly on my own most of my life. So now I have people around me that can teach me, like the Brian Broadduses and, and, and gentlemen. Like I, I really am trying to get po- like poured into as much as I can. Mm-hmm. And then I hope, hopefully, that manifests as my work in, in my work this season. And with the draft show, I'm ready to run it back, man. Like that was, <laughs> y'all don't understand, like the long nights and and things like that. It, it's such a rewarding feeling, even now, you know, circling back to training camp to look across my timeline and start seeing some of these rookies that I was kind of, you know, studying and right. stuff and seeing them starting to look good and and fit in. It, it's rewarding in a sense, you know, once you've done the work in that way. So obviously you're here, not in camp, but obviously we're we're all scouring Twitter, following the likes of John Mashota, mm-hmm. Michael Elkin, all the folks that are out there mm-hmm. um, that are covering it. Through the first couple of days, is there anything that you found interesting? Because I know for me personally, I've been I really keep coming back to the notion of a lot of folks were looking at this with that one quote um, from Mike McCarthy about are they going to run the football and just constantly thinking I don't I don't think it makes sense. Is there is there the one thing that you're like I am wanting to figure this out in the early part of camp? 
So I think, obviously, I think my biggest concern is within the offensive line and figuring out what that's going to look like. Um, Obviously, we saw that Tyler came out and and mentioned that he's going to be at guard, and he was just made aware of that. Yeah, it's real dope to see him back there. Love his flexibility and his willingness to do whatever he needs to do for the team. But, um, yeah, the offensive line, the guard spot, and seeing how Terrence Steele is fitting in. He looks he looks like himself already. And just seeing how they mesh early on, um, because we've talked about continuity. Obviously, last year there were a lot of moving parts and things like that. And with what Mike McCarthy likes to do offensively or what I think he likes to do, even from some of the play calls we've seen, um, that offensive line is going to have to be on they're good, the communication and some of the stuff they're going to have to do. They're going to have to be on point, especially when you're talking about getting to the second level, pinning and pulling, things like that. Yeah. We saw some of that stuff today, even just in practice. So I'm like, I want to see my best five. You know, I'm really excited yeah. about seeing what it's going to start looking like. But the offensive line is my big focus right now. And then I would go to linebacker. I really am interested Ooh, in seeing okay. what the linebacker depth is looking like. I there. agree. Where, where do you want to start there? Because I feel with like the you, linebackers yeah, or the in general, you you feel like well, you want to talk about the line. Well, one of the things that she started to mention, and we heard you know Brian Broaddus detail a little bit earlier, is that the idea that Terrence Steele's already getting to the second levels in terms of getting out on the edges and getting upfield, which for a guy coming off an ACL injury, that's really exciting. Knowing number one, he didn't have to land on the PUP list, but now he's already showing flashes of a guy. That's looking like he's going to be in midseason form by the time we get to the start of the, of the season, getting the second levels already. Man, let me tell you something. I It was such a pleasure getting the opportunity to meet Terrence because I remember when, you know, let, let's be real, there were times that we weren't sure about him in the beginning. And so, and you just kept hearing like, no, this guy's a guy. Like, this guy's a great guy. This guy's a hard worker. His work ethic is unmatched. Mm-hmm. And he has just showed us every single time man and I was I remember talking to him when I when I talked to him at camp or mini camp um he was just kind of talking to me about even having to change his diet and just how he noticed what made his leg feel inflamed and things Mm -hmm. like that and I'm like this dude here and he told me like the reason why I think he's ready is because he said every chance I got to work whether it was Duke whether it was with uh Britt Brown whoever it was I wanted to go work and continue to build up to, you know, to get healthy. And so his commitment to this team, if you don't see it, if you don't understand it, like, it, it's evident, like, the work he's had to do to get to this point, man. And I feel like a, a lot of people, especially if you're, like, a real Cowboys junkie, you know who Duke is. But Yeah, Duke Manyweather, something yeah, else, man. That's that's not the <laughs> universe. That's not Duke University. That's no, Duke no, Manyweather, no. <laughs> who is, like, big-time yeah. offensive line Duke trainer work. and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah he's pivotal to what you want to do, especially, again, when you're talking about this Texas coast and and guys getting out in space and the usage of the edges, you're going to need gentlemen that can get to the second level like that. And Terrence still, to me, is one of the best in the league at doing it. So, bang, 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 You kind of starting to talk about what you need to do on the Texas coast, and you you got more than me. Can you you help uh, some of us that are uninitiated? What do you think is going to be, are we going to see out of this Texas coast situation, like from your perspective and what you've gathered? Simple. Simple Ooh, wins. Okay. It's it, it probably won't be a whole bunch of complicated things, but there'll be little wrinkles. So, I mean, I think I saw Zach, uh, oh, I saw Woolchuck tweet out, he said, crossing routes. And and because we were on the draft show together, I get I got him. I understand mm-hmm. what he's saying. And, and just saying crossing routes in reference to a Cowboys offense is like, 
okay, we're cooking <laughs> with gas. What's, what's going on here? Because if you want to be real, that's how San Fran beat you last year. Crossing routes, slants. And what, what, this, what these type of offenses do, they're, they're really methodical. They chip away. But when they, when they hit you, they hit you in the mouth and they're going to hit you hard. And mm-hmm. especially with the run game, I'm really looking at across the league and with the draft class even this year, man, I don't know what's, what, how to describe it, but athletes, athletic offensive linemen are kind of what people sure. are veering towards. Sure. And they're like, we'll do technique later. But we want you because you're an athlete and your footwork is fantastic. And so I'm not I'm not saying that offensive line looks like they're going away from power because power is important. But it feels like from this past draft class and me just studying it, it just feels like there's a shift in. Because when you play for like a Kansas City and those type of you got to be able to get out in space. When you talk about the Eagles, their mm-hmm. offensive line, like they dominate on the edges and tight end screens and things like that. And so I really think that's where – the bread and butter right now is in the in offenses right now. Get your guys in space. Get athletes speed, which the Cowboys have upped on the offensive side of the yes. ball, and um, the big plays will start opening up from there. But yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm sorry, I know that was a mouthful, mm-hmm. but like I'm <laughs> I'm excited to see what what comes of it this year. No, I'm excited about that too. It's one of the things that sometimes I wondered about is like, yo, you've got guys that are great in space. CeeDee Lamb being the chief one that I came to because I vividly remember what he did at Oklahoma and sometimes Mm -hmm. it was just get the ball to him two yards down the field and he would make everything happen and it did not feel like you often got the balls to the guys in space with an opportunity to do something with it. And so you you mentioning that in what we can anticipate in the the Texas coast, as we're calling it, is really intriguing. Yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting. And then when you talk about even a Deuce Vaughn, a a Texas coast fits a Tony Pollard fantastically. (laughs) You know, like, and then you got Brandon Cooks on that other side. And even when Michael Gallup, Mike McCarthy mentioned, like, hey, we're not about to limit him to the X. And that's exciting because – Big body receivers, slants, crossing routes, stuff like that. Gallup, his last name is Gallup. Let him run. Like he, he, he <laughs> really definitely, he like definitely that. is a guy that like we've seen him be violent in space. Like we've seen him be violent and and fight for yards and stuff. So I'm excited to even see what he can do um, within this offense as well because he looks like he got his flair to him again. If you've seen him a little bit in camp, if you guys saw him a little bit in camp. <laughs> It's the Get Right with Reggie KG right here on 105 through the fan. Aisha Morrison joining us live in studio. We're going to take a break here. Coming up next, we're going to focus our attention on the defense as a rookie has already picked off Dak and a little concern with that secondary with Donovan Wilson. We'll talk to Aisha Morrison about it more next on 105 through the fan. hide no emotions please don't back here on the get right Reggie KG on 105 so, through the fan I don't know how it works at the Cowboys but when that red light is on on your microphone I mean we on air so I just wanted to oh tater tots mm-hmm. <laughs> it, 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 it was just the last part you good, oh, you're don't, good. You, don't, you, you didn't say nothing you didn't cuss I didn't say anything bad good. No, yeah good. I'm not gonna say a, a, a curse word I you're oh, yeah, talking you to are, someone yeah. that says barnacles that's true that's very yeah, true I'm very safe out here in these streets <laughs> don't do worry not, about me yeah I do not say barnacles so that's I was just letting you know what I what goes through my right, head. Right, yeah, that's, that's not if it. If I didn't, we'd be in trouble. Actually, oh. I'd be off the air. That'd be the answer. Oh, God, that would uh, be so bad. I'm so glad I, it was nothing bad. That's yeah, great. No, that's good. <laughs> 
you'd, Kevin, you'd, you'd be surprised at things yeah. that get say, said behind uh, these microphones when they're in off. Chicken nuggets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, it's the get right. We're Reggie KG on 105 through the fan. Kevin Gray, Reggie Latitude. That's right. Aisha Morrison of DallasCowboys.com joining us live in studio. Regal and Mendoza holding it down for here. Really appreciate you joining us on Odyssey and the Odyssey app. I'm running across my timeline. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> one of our two fearless leaders here at 105 through the fan, at true Tim Collins. Uh, Tim Collins. Tim Collins, as of an hour ago, tweeting out a photo of Eric Chiafalo, Zach Wolchuk, Brian Broaddus, and who was in the middle of those three gentlemen? Who was that? The Lion himself. Oh, they got Micah? Micah Poss. We can expect to hear Micah Parsons on these airwaves tomorrow? On the G-Bag Nation, the Lion himself uh, looks like he's going to be joining the G-Bag Nation. I'm going to assume, safely assume, tomorrow, because it looks like they got that interview done before Walt I was about to, to say are we not on the air right now did they somehow loop us out so they <laughs> you're right exactly because uh, Walt <laughs> is on his way to Vegas to go see and cover Errol Spence and Terrence Bud Crawford alongside Lucius Alexander Lucius Alexander I'm so Who, excited by the way I'm so excited if you don't know Lucius might be the most tapped in boxing yes watcher in these in uh, on 105 through the fan that dude loves it loves himself some boxing so he's going to be in boxing heaven this weekend in Vegas taking in what is a fight that is for undisputed, undefeated? It's a big deal. Unprecedented. I'm so excited for that fight. Wait, was it's Mike, a big deal. Did they, did they already get Mike on the air live? Did I miss that? What? Hold on. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, look, I'm just telling so, you. Yeah, they said they interviewed oh, him today. Oh, we missed I missed it. that. Oh, so we missed it. All right. So, so Tim got me thinking. Well, you know what happens. We need to get on the Odyssey app and hit the, the rewind. rewind button. Good call. Good Wait, call. are Ka-ching. you talking about? Count it. Thank you. Are you talking about the show? Hey, can you clip that and send that to Gavin Spittle just so yeah, you know? Thank be you. Doing that yeah, exactly. We uh-huh. do that. Yeah. Anyways, you were saying I should, No, yes. I was asking, like, are y'all talking about the interview that the guys had with Micah today? Yes. It just, looks like it. Yeah, we we were the ones who were missing out no. because it went out, it was on air, and was everybody heard it. Except, except us. The we two of us. We it, it, it was a really good interview. Okay. Well, now, how are you going to leave us hanging now? You heard, you heard us over, doing over all here, this. Just doing all the stuff. You're just sitting like, there smiling. Yeah, just no, smiling. Watching us inter- make fools of ourselves. I didn't want to interject. Mm. You should have, because now you got me out here looking like I don't listen to this station at all. No. And don't do anything. Oh, no. Thanks a lot. Don't say that. <laughs> this, is, this is starting off. I'm going to blame Tim, though, because Tim, why would Tim post a photo an hour? You just, he's lashing out right now. Come I'm on, Tim. Tim. Help, I'm blaming help your boy. Tim. That's right. And I'm bl- I'm blaming the G Bag Nation for not texting me personally. 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 I mean, you can get. The, yeah, exactly. You get. <gasps> it's your fault too. You exactly. Let me know, you know. Emotional, y'all. He should um, post the photo. Speaking of defense and Michael Parsons. That's yes. Because right. we're in a loop right now. Ooh. We need to get out of this. Y'all I'm went to saying. boxing and y'all y'all's like kid kicked in. Y'all are really excited for this fight. Uh, from the two four two one four, yeah, Micah got us all, got all of us hyped. Not all of us. Oh no! Oh. Apparently, <laughs> apparently missed a couple of us. Exactly. Oh my God! Bitter party of two. I'm just saying, we we love listening I'll to Micah talk. Oh I'll no, it is it is like it really is a pleasure to hear him speak. It, it, I was excited to hear him today, and and I don't know. Every time I hear him speak, you walk away with some. Like you walk away with something, you learn something about him, or yeah, you he, learn he, something. He's a really open. Yeah. Yeah, he can be. Well, look, I'm one of the things I enjoyed most this offseason was just kind of chronicling how he got down with his offseason workouts because mm. he got into, you know, the whole box. Speaking of boxing, got into the whole boxing thing. Um, shout out to Tony McAleek training. They were doing their thing this offseason. But I, I'd asked him during the offseason. I said, what got you in the boxing? 
And I remember him telling me, he's like, look, man, I got tired of people punching me in my face. That's a great so, reason to fight. Yes. I mean, that's a great, great reason, reason. Yeah. to fight. But we also saw him doing this thing with Andrew Whitworth, you know, some of the workouts and stuff that he was doing with him during the offseason. Obviously, as the leader of that defense, we know what we believe we're getting with Micah Parsons. But for you, you love this defense. Why do you love this defense so much going into this upcoming season? Aside uh, from Micah Parsons. Oh, yeah, the, the togetherness, man. Yeah. Like, you can, you can feel – that these guys just kind of, they get each other. They understand each other. Um, I don't know if you guys heard Malik Cooker's interview with the guys, but he was just saying, you know, he, him and Donovan are like, they spend time together outside. Like they, He said they're all a family, and they spend time together outside of this game. And when you look at them, they're all training together in the offseason or doing working out with each other. I think that they, on that side of the ball, they've built a real sense of togetherness and trust, and we're just seeing that every year get better and better that's fair um I always I don't know me personally I'm, I'm always a little skeptical about the idea of like hey you got to be friends outside of work to be good at your mm. job and I'm like it probably does help um I have to say it probably does help I think the biggest thing is if they was friends outside of work and they was thinking it up on the you know we wouldn't be saying that the thing that I think the biggest is like they are in sync when they're on the field oh yeah and they have players that are more than willing to give them themselves the one that keeps coming to mind and we will talk about this here at nine o'clock I don't know if you want to hang around okay. I've been doing my rewatch mm. of the Cowboys mm. from last year mm. and one of the things that keeps coming you know to the forefront Donovan Wilson just loves throwing himself into stuff he's just a missile into stuff and like that is a player that plays well off of the other players that are able to stand things up, right? Like, obviously coming down and playing like a linebacker or other situations. Like, these guys are all, you can tell they're very willing to give of themselves to help the entire team dynamic. And so, I think some of that for me, that's really the big thing is just like, they're all entirely bought in. And I think some of that is just like the buy-in that they have for Dan Quinn because everybody trusts that when he puts them in the right place, that it is indeed the right place. And so that's the way that I view it. I'm sure that them being friends and everything and, like, working out together is incredible. I, For me, it's just so much more important that it's, like, it all comes together when they get on the field. Oh, it, yeah. I think that they – and to your point about them buying in, I think they've also bought into their other individual position coaches, Coach mm-hmm. Dirty, um, Joe Witt Jr. I mean, like, these guys also, too, they have put this work in to build this defense to what it is, and there's a lot of trust there's a lot of trust within those position groups as well. But I will say when you start looking at the Sam Williams and some of these younger guys, I, I want to say that Mike McCarthy and, and Dan Quinn and those guys have done a good job of drafting like-minded guys. Sure. Like, so you, you start seeing, like, especially have me having the, the pleasure of being able to be in the locker room, you start seeing, oh, okay, so I think they thought that this guy would fit with this guy or this guy. Like you can tell there's thought there's being thought put into the character of some of these gentlemen that's being brought in here too. Brandon Cooks, listen to how people are talking about him, Stefan Gilmore. So you're also, there's some credit there to them bringing in guys that can come in and be influenced as veterans or whatever mm-hmm. they need to be and also just pour into the rest of the players as well. That was fun to watch today, Stefan Gilmore and Brandon mm-hmm. Cooks going one-on-one with each other. I think those are some of the things that we'll look forward to as the rest of training camp begins is some of those individual matchups, specifically for this defense, how well, because if we're talking, I mean, Ryan Clark had mentioned this, you know, a couple of days ago on ESPN, he feels like this could be the best defense in all the NFL. Mm-hmm. Just think about how iron sharpens iron in that way and what this offense is going to be dealing with with maybe one of the best defenses in practice 
every single day and what that can do for them and their game going into this upcoming season. Yeah, Bobby tweeted out some some posts. He, he, mm-hmm. he tweeted out some posts of those of Brandon Cooks and um, Stephon Gilmore going up against each other. And I said, I don't know if we deserve this, to be honest. Like, this is, <laughs> it looked like it was a lot is, of fun. Man, like it was – to see those two battle and then to hear hear them talk about each other because they're all they're really good friends and like to your point I know you like Reggie like you're like oh well you I don't feel like that's necessary mm-hmm. I think maybe in a game like this okay. especially if you're really trying to do things because people always say especially with defense like it's hard to replicate the next year it's hard to, well they did it last year yeah I think part of that is because there's true connection in that locker room and they also really trust what they're being coached because you gotta you have to do that and they've also brought in raw players that they've been able some of them that they've been able to kind of mold into what they what they would like to see them as in in this defense so it's just it seems like it's improving every year so let's see yeah I I want to circle back to earlier you were mentioning one of the things that kind of concerns you and maybe that's a little too strong but it was kind of the way that I took it was the linebacking court and I'm in there as well and it's more from a depth concert situation um like I do think that Damone Clark can you know stand up to the idea of being a starter alongside Leighton Van Der Esch, who has proved he could be a starter um I guess in any given year it might just be like what level of starter he is and then of course we are also mentioned Donovan Wilson is a guy that kind of plays down uh J. Ron Kirsch will kind of play down those you know those safeties will kind of play almost like a linebacker but what happens if injury happens? Because it feels like they've been really slow playing Jabril Cox in a way that those of us on the outside are not certain about. Like, what is it about the linebackers for you that makes you kind of concerned? I guess I, I don't know if I would use the word concern. I think I'm just I'm I'm curious because yes. okay. there we we haven't gotten the opportunity to see a Jabril Cox and, mm-hmm. and like have him, especially, you know, another year removed from that injury and seeing how he fits now. He made, I mean, there was a couple of plays he made today where he was sticky in coverage, but was sticky in run defense, but he was, you could see some of the aggression and how he was playing. And I, I liked seeing some of that, even in that small clip. Can you explain what you mean when you say sticky? Okay. So, <laughs> no, so, no, no, like I just, so, no, I understand. No, he, he, um, I think there was a small, just, dump off pass and he he ran up he was right there in position to to make the tackle and obviously he couldn't make the tackle but you could see if if he could lay the hammer he was going to mm-hmm. and I was like you know what that's kind of what you want to see for him is to be sure of what he's seeing and to go attack it and be violent and so I was I was really looking at that today and that was all I mean and then obviously he made the play in mini camp towards the end of in mini camp people you know they were losing their minds at him playing well so and then DeMar- DeMarion Overshone, just kind of seeing him go through drills, man, he's such a natural. He is such a natural. And his length, it- it's hard not to notice, but he has some of that that Micah quickness to him, like where he can just switch at, a, at the drop of a dime. So I'm excited to see him. But um, I think there's another gentleman I feel like I'm missing. Am I missing another linebacker? Who is it? No, 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 no. Micah. I mean, I know that Micah's a DN and stuff, but <laughs> okay. I know that we, and I think that sometimes I, I even forget that in conversation with the linebackers, but I'm sure there will be times where he maybe is playing linebacker too. So I still try to keep him in that conversation, especially since he could be the guy that you go to in a pinch if somebody goes down because – your defensive your defensive end room deep. is crazy it's right deep, now. Deep right now, yeah. So it, if in a pinch, if it was necessary, I think he would pick up where he left off. Also, too. 
It's that's a fantastic the, point. Yeah, and that's the fun part about Mike is that you could put him pretty much anywhere. Yes, and I'm sure he would be willing to do what he needed to do if if to help out the team at that time. He's already talked about he's really about the team and winning, so he I'm sure he'd be willing to do that. So I'm like, okay, that I, I kind of look at the linebacking room, and I'm just like, it's kind of like a wait and see kind of wait and see, but from what I've seen so far, and Mike McCarthy mentioned DeMarvion Overshone and special teams, and he's needed. Mm-hmm. Like, Luke Gifford was a big part of what they did on special teams and yep. with the pump blocks and, and things like that, so I'm like, don't sleep on him either as being a guy that could come in and slowly but surely work to what he needs to be. And De- uh, Damone Clark, he sl- he was slashing today, and I was like, oh, it's like that. Like, yeah. he, was, he was moving today. He was quick today, so I'm like, I could see him taking that next step as well as he's been completely removed from even his surgery, his injury, and having a full offseason. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, the one thing defensively that I'm still thinking about is just, you know, defensive tackles. And I guess we can talk about that as we continue. Oh, for sure. Because that's going to be a position that is talked about quite a bit, Mozzie Smith, as we get ready for this upcoming season. It is the get right. We're Reggie KG on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, we'll talk a little bit of that Cowboys defensive line and maybe a little – uh, ask Aisha. Get your questions in uh, on the text line 877-881-1053. Line up your questions for Aisha Morrison. We do that next on 105 Through the Fan. Back here on the Get Right or KG on 105 through the fan where I'm sitting next to two individuals who apparently are laughing at something. I have no idea what they're laughing at. Aisha's in here fighting the microphone. <laughs> oh, no. I'm having, oh, a, oh, you, oh, I'm you having got a hard that. time, my friend. You, you got to hold hold the microphone. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a, a large person. It's I don't know. <laughs> think, I'm not a regular size person, I don't think so. Sorry, why, y'all. Why would you say that? You're a regular size person. I am very – how have people been saying on Twitter? Small. 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 Uh, okay. Oh, is that, is that what the kid's saying? Now? All right. Um, if if yeah, you're co- okay with revealing these information, feel free to plead the fifth. How tall are you? I'm 5'1". Okay, you're kind of small. Yeah, I'm, I'm a lie. small person. I'm not going to lie. I, my shoes is a size 3 in boys. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm... Okay, you know what? Right, man, like, you ain't got to make... I didn't, no, I didn't it, wasn't, it, wasn't the, it wasn't the fact that... Okay, that's fine. It's just the way that you said it. It just made... Because I'm, I'm trying to get you to get, like, like I really, I, when I say... Because I don't want you to... You, you was like, oh, regular? Yeah, what makes you say I that? Mean, you're, no, you're, you're, you're a She's regular like, let me human. put it in per, uh, However, perspective for you, how actual that, these You know what? I, I retract my previous statement. You yeah. are the expert in yourself, and I should have believed you. Yeah. So that's on me. My yeah, bad. I'm having mm-hmm. a hard time holding oh, this Well, that's mic. a word right there. What was that? Be oh. the expert of yourself. Mm. Oh, he got into his preaching mm. mode. Go ahead yeah. and preach then. No, I went full Kevin You Hart. got the whole you know, sermon's you, there. No, it's not. <laughs> if the whole sermon's there, no, go ahead and preach we, it. We don't have you don't know, two he more hours. Over here. We don't have two was, more hours. I was there. actually looking forward to, to no, the preaching. No, no. mm. you, you ever seen Kevin Hart when he think he'd be getting in his, in his philosophical bag? <laughs> he says a lot of words, but really says nothing. That's that's so many the, more people than Kevin Hart, let me tell you. I'm just saying, but he's like the personification of, I'm going to say all these words and nothing, nothing at the same time. Nothing at all. Funny as hell, but Kevin Hart really doesn't say much of look anything from a don't deep get me philosophical started. I'm standpoint. about to you. You're about to send me down a whole different please. path. Oh, that please, just like no. comedy criticism because oh. I'm, I love 
comedy. I love stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. But we you don't, don't like do Kevin that. Hart's form of comedy? Oh, oh no. I do. Okay. However, mm-hmm. we don't By have way, time this for that. This is get right um, uh, with Reggie KG, that's by right. the way, on 105 through the fan. Aisha Morrison. Of DallasCowboys.com. That's right. It's time to ask Aisha as we go to the text line, 877 Don't act like you're going to skirt past your comedy commentary. Skirt as we continue forward in this segment. Where on the text line from the 469, someone asked Aisha, do you possibly see Asim Richards being the future left tackle once Tyler moves permanently, or left guard, I'm guessing what they mean, once Tyler Smith permanently moves to left tackle. Oh, yeah. I think Awesome has the potential to be a staple to this offense. It, it was It's really weird because I was looking at him and TJ Bass, some of their film, uh, Earl Bostic that they brought in, and I was like, you know, quiet is kept. They they brought in some guys that if they work hard, like and if they take the training, that I think they could be in, they could be important to what you do. But awesome, awesome. Me, I mean, I think me and Vach were just talking about it the other day. I'm Big like, Vach. man, this dude, Vach. yeah, this dude, he played against some competition. Mm-hmm. Like we were talking about how he put Miles Murphy in a seat belt and told him to sit down. <laughs> like, listen, man, I I was impressed I like by that. the That's fact good. that he went to that he he has he's played against a level of competition. We saw how deep the edge class mm-hmm. uh, was this year, and he went up against some of the best. Um, the only thing that he could improve on, and this is something I talked to him about, he was, he was honest with me about, is just, you know, power, that initial punch, and, and really, you know, because he, he stays in front of guards well. Um, he stays in front of uh, the defenders well, rather. And he has some athletic ability, able to get to the second level, plays with power, smart kid. I think he could be a part, important, yeah. All right, so can you power rank these these linemen for me? And before I ask this, well, let's go as the tackle, Farney Oxgard, right? Yes. Okay, cool, because I, I always mess that up, so I didn't want to do that. Okay, um, Richards. Tackle, but he is getting work at guard. Okay. So we're just going to, I'll throw all of them in there. We'll throw the four guys in there, and you can power rank them as you see fit. Uh, Richards, well, let's go. Uh, Farniak Ball. Okay, so I know that. So I know that Matt Farniak is a guy that they do have a lot of trust in, and his versatility and the way he's able to move across the line. Um, I feel like I saw some good film from him, but can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, tater tots. Okay, cool. But okay, so I feel like I have seen some. Some pretty decent film from him, especially when you look at the Bucks game and how he came in and filled in for uh, for Zach Martin. So I'm like, okay, but we just need to see if he has that 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 power, you know, to to really go toe to toe. So I'm really interested to see what where he fits. All right, so I would say tater tots. All right, so Matt Farniak. You said, and then Matt, well, let's go. I think this guy's going to get a chance to do what he needs to do. I know that when they were at a mini camp, he got work at. He got work at um, right guard, and then he got some work at right tackle, Which, but he predominantly got work at right tackle. And after talking to him, that's really where that's where he makes his bread and butter. You can tell very quickly that that's where he's most comfortable. Um, due to his injury and him coming back, I do think they're going to give him the opportunity to earn that swing spot if he really wants it. But Awesome Richards is a gentleman that I know for a fact that there should – to me, there should be some optimism about what he could be when he comes in. And then Josh Ball, I'm giving an explanation before I do the ranking, by the way. Mm-hmm, but Josh mm-hmm. Ball, he's been out there. Like, I don't know. And this is this is me because I have to be honest. I didn't see 
uh, I didn't see a guy that could deal with power. I didn't see that last year. But they are inserting him. He's getting a lot of these first-team reps. So maybe the coaches see something in him or they've seen something that I haven't seen. Maybe it's clicked for him. So I really want to see more of him because I don't know what's going to I really have not till this point. I haven't seen anything that I would think he would be, you know, that person there. So here's me ranking them. Fantastic. I think it's Matt. Well, let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Matt Farniak. Okay. Awesome Richards. Josh Ball. That's for that's me. Okay. That's how I would do. That's how I look at them. But again, as long as you had Josh Ball last, we're good. <laughs> no, because that's my. But it's so crazy because I could be looking at it like sure. that. But he could be number two for them because again, he's getting those first team reps right now. So it's and I would really never ask subjective. you to speak. I would never ask you to speak for uh, Mike McCarthy. Also, oh yeah, of course. In part not. because sometimes he'd be lying. Oh God, no! <laughs> I have to see this man, Rich. I just you didn't say you didn't say it. Also, you know what? No, 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 no. I'm not even gonna back Hell, down on this. McCarthy he, said it himself. First day, he got the first job. day on the job, he oh, was God. like, "You know how I was lying to y'all, right?" Yeah. Oh yeah, he did. I watched all them he, games to get this job. No, actually, no, no, I, I didn't, Stephen. I, 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 I didn't, didn't watch any of this. Oh my God, y'all! Don't act like you don't remember. He he, he said that. Him said it. Him said the it. The McCarthy Project. Him said it. Hey, said it. I'm surprised Tom Pelissero hadn't gotten you know a sports Emmy for that documentary. <laughs> that he did because he got that man a whole job based on a true story. Wait, Yo, wait, what? Did I miss something? Okay, so we'll the Mac- we'll, we'll circle back. We'll circle back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we got uh, questions for Tom you. Pelissero. People here asking people. questions. To Aisha, oh, right? Yeah, really? they got questions for you. All right, okay. let's. I guess let's pick up the pace a little bit on this. Okay. okay uh, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I'm just letting <laughs> you know uh, from the nine four zero. How much faith do you have in the new kicker that the Dallas uh, Cowboys signed? That'd be Brandon Aubrey. Oh, I was about to say, can we play a game? Can you name the two kickers? Oh, my bad. It's too late. Who the other one, though? Uh, Tristan Biscayne. See, we got them. We got them yeah, both. Um, All two of them. To be seen. Fantastic. Great, Great answer. You know what? Yep. Mm-hmm. Great mm-hmm. answer. Mm-hmm. Great answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the 817, could Tony Pollard play himself out of Dallas this year, or will he be another running back casualty? I'm not exactly sure what that means, but whatever you make of that. Uh He's going to play on the tag this year, and hopefully he they plays. They're going to run that cat into the ground. Okay, oh fantastic. Shout yeah. out to DeMarco Murray. He got it. All of 2014. He answered. He, he no? They're not going to run him in the ground? I. No? I think they, I, I they, they want to run the damn ball so much. I think they're going to run that cat in the ground. Oh, really? You think it'll be by committee? Please Ooh. tell me more. Like, who, who? Malik Davis staying over here, huh? Yeah, I was going to say, it's like, who do you believe strongly in in this running back core? <laughs> I think stylistically, Deuce Vaughn fits what you want to do in this scheme. Um, I also think that even though you haven't seen much of him, because I think the part of pads matters with this guy, but I think Hunter Lipke could be important to what they want to do Full offensively. Back. And not back. even I wouldn't even I wouldn't even consider him just a fullback. I, he said Hunter Lipke, and I was like, "What is a Hunter Lipke?" Wow, that is where I am at you this know, point. They gave that off, dude, off I think two hundred grand guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's so he gonna be he gonna they, be here. yeah he gonna be here. Okay, fantastic. Yeah, he gonna be here. Thanks yeah, for letting me know. I appreciate it. He has some flex, but he can do tight end things. He's but he can do running back things. He's good out the backfield. But I also really noticed at mini camp what he's able to do um, in pass pro. Like obviously no pass in, in, in mini, but okay. you can see that he he has that will to do it. You know, you you know some running backs got it, some running backs don't, mm-hmm. or some fullbacks have it, some don't. But what he, we loved about Zeke. Mm-hmm, but he seems like he has a good feel for it. And you then, remember uh, John Kuhn mm-hmm, from uh, Green Bay? Mm-hmm. 
the fullback. That oh, they, I, no, I remember specifically. Yeah, and she's like, that was the one you picked. I mean, that's the okay. kind of the idea. And he's here. able to. And he's he's able to relax, Reg. What? Relax. <laughs> what? Chill. I ain't do nothing. You did, yeah, you did everything. You were so. accusing me of things. I didn't, I didn't accuse you of anything. I didn't have to accuse you. But yeah, Malik you know Davis and Malik Davis and Rojo are obviously battling also too. But oh, I forgot I, about him already. Y'all are going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, oh I already God. am with this shirt on. <laughs> Apparently, according to the Twitch stream, I'm already in jail with this oh shirt my on. Gosh. And let the, let the hamburglar tell it. Apparently, yeah, they're not letting you live the live the last one down. The last show that y'all did, no. they, they kick rocks. How about that? No. Uh, I, How about that? Yeah, send them. <laughs> oh no! We've gotten to that portion of the program. Oh, but then welcome. You got Rico Dattle too. That's still in there battling. We'll see, man. I, I but I well, do think a there's running backs. It's a lot of humans <laughs> over there. It's a lot of humans. But that's the over problem. There. That's that's really the way I view it. Is there's a lot of humans. It's I don't know. How, I don't know how many are going certified going to be running backs for you. And mm. that's the question that I have. Mm. That as well. I think Malik Davis is going to get his opportunity to to yep. show what he can do, especially how things were. You know, towards the tail end of the season, uh, with some of the things we heard, I think that he's going to get the opportunity. They're going to get the chance preseason too. I, preseason feels so big for this year. It feels so big for some of these players for this year. No, I agree. One of those players that comes to mind immediately off the top of my head is Simi Fajoko is one mm-hmm. for sure. The running back group mm-hmm. uh, is another group. Obviously, the linebackers as well. The kickers to get practice. Oh boy, it, I'm not gonna lie to you. If you're one of your biggest concerns is your kicker, okay, that's you know not necessarily a big deal. But the fact that they're in the same exact position that they were a year ago, trying to find a guy going into this upcoming season, that doesn't sit well in my spirit necessarily. But I guess I get it. For I will that. say, in fairness, that we are in this time in the NFL where it's like some of the best ones that have been around for year for years, even Crosby. Like those guys are. I think Tucker is in a, is is a different you know, but. The majority of it's difficult. Like look across the NFL, yeah. like it yeah. was a lot of kicking problems within even the playoffs. So I, I really think we're in this in between time where people are trying to find rookies that can really come in, or or guys from the outside that can really come in because the older gentlemen that they, they've kind of gotten different contracts with other teams. And yeah, stuff that have been like mainstays that, for a while. That, yeah, yeah, absolutely. They're starting to come to the tail end of their careers, and then you have to start addressing. You know, you have to start addressing that a different way. Because I was definitely waiting for Mason Crosby to show up around here. And he, look, the problem is, <laughs> and it, it would have been based off of like the previous relationship and the nostalgia that a lot of have. But I mean, yeah. what yeah. Aisha's saying is specifically Mason Crosby fits directly into that because we've seen he is not the Mason Crosby that the name implies. Like mm-hmm. he, he definitely was a shadow of himself this past season. And the reason why he was gettable is because of that. So, yeah. and Brett Maher, I mean, they, the, the Broncos saw kind of what happened to the Cowboys in the in the playoffs yeah. and they still were like you know what give this guy sign, a shot let's because go sign us another one I'm gonna I give this guy a shot because he was good during the regular season yes I actually don't think that that's that big of a deal the, yeah. prob- the problem was he kind of had like that really bad situation in front of company and that's it, one of the you exactly. can't come back but that's also exactly he's still one of the good kickers in the league yeah. I understand yeah that's exactly what it is but yeah it's I just think that kicker is Right now, like a good kicker, like an automatic kicker, is a little bit of a luxury. You gonna stick around for one more segment? Sure. If you guys want me to. Absolutely. You can stay the rest of the night if you really want to. Nope. I have children. Fair enough. Yep. <laughs> I do not, so I, I don't I understand that responsibility entirely. Well, I mean, one goes wolf and the other one goes meow. So. Oh, so you got you got pets. 
I don't know, man. You heard what she said the first time. Text it in is. on the text line, 877-881-1053. Are your pets children? We'll talk about that next. And we'll also recap uh, on the 2022 Cowboys rewatch. Uh, we will see week three and four against the Giants and good the Washington tease, Commandos. Reg. What did I learn in my rewatch? We'll discuss it next on 105 Through the Fan. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.